0: Good morning. Woohoo. Good morning. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, Radio to Open the Heart, Heal the Soul, Awaken the Consciousness. Mr. Benny. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good
1: morning. How are you?
0: Did you get your beauty sleep? No, not
1: enough, actually. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing a little bit this week. To be on, this, on the honest side of things, yes.
0: Yeah, I I've been sleeping really weird lately. I, I blame right? everything on on the stars or astrology or. Well, something Well, no, you like can't because
1: it. you said Mercury's not in retrograde anymore, so we can't. I know. That's the, I know. So what's going on?
0: Well, I'll I'll tell you all about that all in a right. minute. All right. we we're headed toward a new moon, and we got a grand cross in the sky, and I I, uh-huh. I ahaha uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Okay, stay, you know, Phew. calm. And, all right. All right. Oh, you know, and then th- I woke up this morning and I, I realized, you know, I looked at the day, you know, 43 years ago today, Mount St. Helens blew. That's and, right. Uh-huh. And for those people who were alive at that time, and I was one of them, I lived maybe 60 miles North of the mountain and, uh, it blew at about eight thirty in the morning. I don't know exactly when, but I was living in a mobile home and, um, I thought it, it it was an earthquake or a strong wind. I couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> or both. <you> know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, boom, and then there it was. So for all of you people out there uh, that were alive, you can all remember, where were you at uh, 8.30 in the morning right. on this day, 43 years ago? And who knew, 43 years later, here I would be on this show with you, Mr. Benny, and all of the listeners and my... Beautiful guest that's going to be come on in a
1: minute. So to piggyback yep. on that story, it's a great story. And yes, it's very true on the anniversary of today. And I was three, so I wouldn't uh, know anything about it. However, I was living in Alaska at the time. And a few years later, I had a family that I met when they moved up from P.L. Washington. And uh, they actually brought some of the ash up with them after yeah. the eruption. So I was able to yeah, check yeah. it out and see it, too. And it, I mean you can look back in the history books and all that and see how far it traveled um, across the United States after the fact, but it was an amazing thing. And there's so many amazing pictures and it was cool to be that close to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. So it, it just brought back memories. And so everybody could talk about that. And, you know, we're still here. Yep. (laughs) We've lived through a lot of stuff.
1: Right. And still continue to do so.
0: Yep. (laughs) And we just continue on. Yeah. That's the way we do that. So anyway, Uh, Greetings and everything to everybody out there and um, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis located right here in the greater Seattle area for almost 30 years and I do have the beautiful monthly class for women coming up on Saturday Temple of the Divine Feminine. I got a Reiki one class Saturday June 10th and if you want to go to Egypt uh, send an email to ReikiOasis at gmail.com we're going November 1st through the 14th. And I do that often, I take people on sacred trips. You're not gonna wanna miss this one. It's sacred and special. And then a quick check-in, oh my goodness, because I have a a wonderful guest coming on and you're gonna love her. I can already feel her in my heart, a, a sister, soul sister. But before that, Benny did say, Loretta, what's going on? Well, welcome to the middle of May. We are in Taurus season. Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. On May 16th, Jupiter moved into Taurus, which is one of the biggest shifts of the year. The planet of expansion moving into the grounded sign of Taurus, coming out of that Aries uh, business. We also have the North Node finishing its journey in Taurus. Mercury is direct in Taurus. We have Uranus at 19 degrees of Taurus, and this is the first time it's happened in our lives. And This is a biggie. Um, This affects world events, the world stage, all that kind of stuff. And we have both the sun and the moon in Taurus. And we have a new moon in Taurus (laughs) on the 19th. I feel like I've said, do you think there's a focus on Taurus right now? There probably is. So some of the questions are, um, you know, because Taurus rules. I, I'm going to say luxury or or groundedness, the things of life. It also takes a look at our money. It's, it's a little bit more peaceful than some of all the Aries energy, but believe me, it's going to be like the bull. It's going to be marching forward. And it's bringing us to a launching point for many of the things that have been in our hearts. So are you being pushed to step up or stand out or hold your ground in some way? You know, Do you need to find your voice? And um, you might have new themes coming into your life. And May 17th through the 22nd, which we're in right now, we have a very rare thing. We have a fixed grand cross with Pluto retrograde in Aquarius, opposite uh, Jupiter and Mars. Then we have Mars and Jupiter and Taurus, excuse me, Mars in Leo, and then bring in the south node in Scorpio and the north node in Taurus. And it creates a cross. A fixed cross at a sign of zero degrees, which is the absolute beginning point of anything. Fixed signs don't want to move. So there's going to be a lot of resistance. I want you to think of a a crossroads with with two big freeways coming together and right in the middle and nobody's moving. The cars are just all looking there and there's red lights in every direction. And uh, this is a clear message from the universe to sit into it. To stop, to energetically connect with each of these points, where are they at, what are they affecting you with, uh, with? go to a great astrologer and get that figured out. What matters to you most? Mars in Leo is very strong here, and of course, um, uh, Leo's connected to her solar plexus, wants to lead and take charge. But it's receiving this oppositional force from Pluto retrograde in Aquarius, which is about a power struggle. So this can be violent. It can activate a very strong response within us because Mars and Leo is not being given her sovereign power to do what she wants. So she's receiving opposition from Pluto in Aquarius for the first time in our lives. We haven't we haven't uh, uh, experienced that before. So. You know, if you're trying to move forward there's some opposition you're right where you need to be so my very best advice at this time and and we have some other things going on with this new moon in taurus which is hopefully going to bring in a breath of fresh air and then we're moving into gemini which is on the 21st which is definitely going to help us out but for the next couple of days i really recommend that you just kind of take it easy do some things that are fun reflect be grateful and when you're sitting right in the middle of that intersection and you can't move and no matter which way you look there's something going on then look up receive your guidance from something higher than you and wow maybe this is a good time to connect with your own psychic intuitive uh, abilities what a great day for my guest to be here so if you've ever wondered if you were psychic or you wondered how to connect with um, what I call the unseen world, the subtle world, which is the largest part of our world. You're going to want to listen to this show. Uh, my guest today is Lisa Campion. She's the author of Awakening Your Psychic Ability, as well as the number one best selling book, The Art of Psychic Reiki, and the award winning Energy Healing for Empaths. Lisa is a psychic counselor, she's a Reiki master teacher with over 30 years of experience, who specializes in training emerging psychics, empaths, and healers to fully step into their gifts since the world needs all the healers it can get. And Lisa, I wanna welcome you into the show, but before I bring you straight on, I'm gonna let the listening audience know that Lisa has graciously accepted uh, for us to open the phone lines uh, and you can call into the show and get into the queue to ask her one question that you really need the answer to and uh, that i'm just going to give out the number for the radio station and i'll announce it again in a little bit it's 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527 and lisa i'm so thrilled
2: to have you on the show welcome Oh, Thank you so much, Laura. I'm super happy to be here. And now I'm scratching my head and going, oh, my gosh, I have moon in Taurus. What's going to (laughs) happen?
0: Do you really? Yeah. Okay. New beginnings. New, new, new. So I'll just I'll just give you this. (laughs) Uh, So you're you're catapulted forward, especially uh, because the North Road's about to move into Aries in June and that's going to be there for about 18 months. So, honey. uh, Buckle up. uh, Go for it. <laughs> okay. I really Thank think you. starting the show talking about the eruption of Mount St. Helens is like, Lisa, go girl, you know, <laughs> earth, wow. fire. Wow. That really feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it does. Exciting. I'm excited for you. Yeah, that's you. good stuff. So I love your book. And of course, um, uh, I, everything you do, we're reflective at some point level and i feel such a kindred heart with you so Mm -hmm. i i just want to chat i want to chat about all the good things and then bring some people in so you know you i know you have to answer this question all the time but for my listeners who don't know who you are who are you and how did you step into the knowledge of your own psychic and healing abilities
2: Well, um, you know, I was one of those, um, one of those I see dead people kids. So I grew grew up um, just outside of Boston, I was born in the 60s. And I, you know, right up in the 60s, 70s and 80s. And I was, you know, very open psychically. So I was seeing things, I was seeing spirits, I was feeling stuff, seeing colors around people. You know, there's all kinds of things going on. And, um, and mostly back then, I, I didn't know. You know, nobody knew. It's like back then there wasn't radio shows like this. There were no bookstores, no psychics on TV. It was something that I really had to keep quiet. I was just trying to pretend to be normal in public, and and also figure out what was happening. You know, like what's going on here. So I had I spent the first twenty years of my life trying to figure out how to turn it off. Um, And then I and I started working as a psychic right about then. I was like right between nineteen and twenty. I started working as a psychic. What's nineteen eighty? seven, I don't know what it around that time. And nobody was doing that either. You know, it was a very strange thing to do. And I really had to learn full of Hard Knocks how to manage my gifts. So I feel very passionately about helping other people now who are having going through a psychic awakening or having mm. their psychic senses wake up or really understanding they're an empath, feeling their call to be a healer. I love helping people, training people. I feel like my mission in life is to create an army of healers to go out there and 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 i work mostly now with people who are psychics empaths and healers to step into their gifts because you know the time is now the world needs us to be on our game and in in our gifts because i think we came here to help
0: oh i just love what you said um i'm just gonna say what she said (laughs) (laughs) oh i no i'm so with you um yeah uh, I, I was thinking back. Okay, so 1987, because that was a big time of awakening for yeah. myself, also. And yeah. I'm just kind of comparing what's going on there. Um, I totally agree with you. We need our we need our psychics. We need our healers. We need our our intuitive abilities to come online. And I think they are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I teach Reiki, and and so do you. And mm-hmm. and yeah one of the things that i know you know because you've written your psychic reiki book is that when you are you begin to practice reiki and or i'm saying reiki cuz i love reiki and of course i want to promote it everyone should learn it just do it kids can mm-hmm. do it dogs do it do it anyway um <laughs> but whenever you're you're doing these things even if you're starting a meditation practice or you're studying something else your psychic gifts are going to there's, They're going to yeah. pop open. And yeah. one of the things I've noticed is that when that happens suddenly, or it can be startling to people, or we don't really have what I call a platform for this to become, a, this, look, it's just part of life. Everybody does it, right? Like, don't get all creeped out. But we don't have that platform yet. So can you just talk about that?
2: And And, and mm-hmm. yeah,
0: because I know you have wisdom about it.
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's really why I wrote my first book, The Art of Psychic Reiki, because I've been teaching, I was teaching Reiki since 1999. And, um, and I noticed that it's yoga, Reiki and meditation are like the three gateways that people we do now. Um, and it used to be back in the day, you would have to climb the mountain into bed and knock on the temple door for weeks and beg and then they would teach you yoga, Reiki and, and meditation. You know what I mean? Maybe. And now we are so fortunate to have all of these things available to us. And so they're part of the shift in human consciousness, part of the accelerating and the waking up of humanity. And so as we do these things, we pop open. And a lot of times people, like you said, people don't know what to do. And they get scared. There's a lot of fear around psychic ability, or maybe you're training with a Reiki person, a Reiki teacher. who doesn't know it's not part of the normal Reiki canon, you know? So I've had many people say, oh, I, I had this psychic awakening when I learned Reiki. It's that level of two attunement that seems to do it for people. And yeah. and my it freaked out my Reiki teacher and she just told me to cut it out, you know. Um, and we can't, I mean, that's sad because I feel like it's a big part of uh, potential for our self as healers and for who we are in the world and for our own spiritual, you know, acceleration. It's such a powerful tool And yet we have a lot of hangups about it, a lot of fear. Um, And the very first thing that I do when I teach people psychic development is talk about their fears and give them that platform, give them that context. You know, it's not the devil. It's not happening, you know, God trying to torture you. It's not, you know, going to open you to a host of bad things, but we need to work through those fears because everyone's a bit nervous about it really, but it happens.
0: Yeah, you you hit on so many wonderful points there because yeah, so many people come to me and they're and they're number one they're hesitant to mention something mm-hmm. and then they're scared of it and I'm like, yeah. "Wow, what happened to us?" Um I do know what happened. I grew up the same as you and mm. was told to not talk about my imaginary friends and yeah, me too. Or my great grandma who was in the back bedroom who died before I was born. You know, don't talk about that, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: So there is this general um, questioning of whether this stuff is real. And and I don't want to go down a bad road, but there are a lot of charlatans out there, right? So you, yeah. you have to be you have a spirit of discernment. So the psychic abilities. Yeah, I want to talk about your book, Awakening Your Psychic Ability. By the way, I love your book. Um, To me, it's very approachable. You cover all of the basic stuff and and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know how to say this, but you'll you'll get it and the listeners will get it. As we develop our psychic abilities, we also need to uh, do our own healing work. We need to develop our spirituality and and step into uh, what I call a level of integrity because the work you do on yourself, first and foremost like it, it, what voice am i hearing is that my own trauma talking mm-hmm. is that my sure. you know who is that so just talk about that for a little bit yeah yeah yeah
2: it's super important to me um to do that and and I've, as i've been teaching psychic development i've never been able to separate psychic development from spiritual growth and one of my um one of my psychic teachers long long ago told me that that psychic development is a byproduct of spiritual development and spiritual growth. So when we go on the spiritual pathway and we start really connecting with our soul a little more and having maybe a spiritual practice, we naturally open our psychic gifts. And that comes along with a huge opportunity to work on our personal stuff. I think it's surprising to people, um, you know, that, but we need to do that. And Old school psychics called that clearing the channel, and I kind of love that term. You know, like we mm. need to clear out our our faulty thinking, our unhealed wounds. So um, clear out the, the the junk that's in our chakras that's collected in our energy system, so that we can have a, a more clear, um, more clear vision, more accurate information as psychics. And I love that part of the process. You know, I started as a as a psychic, and I trained as a therapist too. So um, I Feel like it's an incredibly powerful um, opportunity to really deepen our own connection with ourselves and connection with, with the divine source, and then be a great service to other people. So I love that part of it. It's super important. I love
0: that part. I think it it helps us grow in in love and grace, and then also I believe mm-hmm. very much in what I call psychic boundaries. <laughs> yeah, so important <laughs> boundaries and
2: ethics. You know, uh-huh. having good ethics is a big part of our boundaries, and I feel like yeah. a lot of people. You know, um, get ex- really excited about their psychic abilities, but they don't have, maybe have proper training. They don't know what's appropriate to say and not say. I've done a lot of clean obsessions for people that have, have kind of gotten run over by psychics that had terrible boundaries or didn't understand the ethical implications of what of what this with power comes. This responsibility we have to use our power with compassion and good boundaries. And and so I talk a lot. I talk about that a lot in the book um mostly because i feel like people don't know people don't know we see um what happens on paranormal tv shows where we watch the psychics on tv and and we see them do things that look like they're spontaneous readings for people you know the psychic walks into the the shoe store and 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 has what looks like a spontaneous reading and doesn't ask permission and you know let me tell you about your mother who's here you know and 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 that's not really what's going on what's really going on is That person has signed 18 million waivers and it's been rehearsed like and so we have this idea that i call it the psychic hit and run um that you can come in and 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 just like kind of like give somebody a lot of psychic information without their permission we need we need to learn how to not do that we need to learn that's actually not okay
0: oh i'm so glad you said that um it's been a while but i remember i actually had that happen to me and I went to some party and and this woman came right up to me and she was too close. And I was like, okay, what? And then she's blurting stuff out, which was inaccurate, actually. But um, I always tell everybody, you know, you, you need to get permission, right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think we get wowed by our ability to do it and, and we get all excited and we forget about, you know, there is the giver of the information and the receiver of that information, you know, right? Everybody's got their own rights to that or their boundaries around that. I think it right. I think it's really great. Um I want to remind the listening audience, we are opening the lines. Uh you can call into the show. I suggest you do it now, get in the get in the queue um, to ask Lisa Campion one question. One question only. Lisa, what kind of a question are you looking for from people?
2: You know, I think as a psychic might my- specialty is really like reading the level of the soul that's what I love to do like what is our purpose here what is our journey what's blocking us um uh, from expressing who we really are in the world but of course I answer questions about you know everything from money to health um to you know connecting with with people or animals that have passed away um it's all it's all possible so I guess you know when you come in like what's in the top of your heart what's really like in the deepness of your heart that you want to that you want to know
0: yeah yeah exactly so call into the show you get to talk to lisa campion live yeah one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine, 298 5569 or 425-373-5527 i feel like i'm on one of those tv shows like <laughs> Call this number, right? But do it 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if your heart's beating a little faster, your palms are a little sweaty, call in. It really is helpful, even if you're you're you think, oh, this is such a question about me. There's so many, many people that can relate to whatever your question is. And uh, one of the reasons that I asked if Lisa would be willing to do it, and I often ask psychics that come to the show if they're willing to do it, is because I think we need a little demonstration sometimes of the reality of these things. And um, I don't know if it's scientific. I think that they do studies on on altered states of consciousness all the time. Yeah. And um, I have a brain scientist friend, and he just says, you know, the brain is hardwired for intuition. It's hardwired. the abilities right so
2: very quickly what are the clairs (laughs) so um the clairs are like what, what we call our psychic senses you know and i really just feel like they're kind of like an extension of our physical senses you know so they when we if i i'm a visual psychic when i see things psychically usually i'm not seeing them with my physical eyes i find that quite disconcerting and i don't like it when it happens So I'm seeing things with what my mom used to call my imagination eye, you know? Um, And it's playing like a little movie inside my head. Um, Or sometimes I see things with my real eyes. I might see colors around people and things, but, you know, we hear things, you might hear something that's way more common um, than the visual psychic is the most rare. And I think one of the problems is that people nowadays think they're not psychic. If they're not seeing things you know so yeah. i really like to help my students under like change the word a little bit to perceive or experience because if we say what are we perceiving what are we experiencing it opens us to the other psychic senses we have if you have the auditory sense it's a little bit like a voice in your head you might really feel things in your body which is a very powerful and overlooked psychic sense you might know. I don't know why I know. I just know. You might have a feeling. But I have a good feeling or bad feeling. That's clairsentience. Um, we have taste and smell, which is also so interesting and sometimes overlooked. Um, so we have a few of those that are open. Some of us have all of them that are open, and you can work on them. It takes practice. So, like, if you had mu- musical ability, um, natural, you can't just sit down at the piano and you know, play like Mozart, we have, you have to practice, you have to know stuff and psychic abilities just like that. Thank you. I love that. And, and uh we are gonna,
0: uh, we're gonna take a little break. And, and when we come back, we're gonna take callers. But I, I want to say this, you know, I run into that too, where everybody thinks that it's got to be vision, it's got to be clairvoyance. Mm-hmm because everybody uses that word to say, oh, that person is clairvoyant. And I'm with you, the majority of people are not, by the way, there there's yeah. something else or a combination thereof.
3: And yeah. Um,
0: yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. So if you want to call into the show, I know you do. I know you want to, I want to. I'm in the show, I want to call <laughs> in. Anyway, it's 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. And get into the queue with one question for the amazing Lisa Campion. We're talking about her book, Awakening Your Psychic Ability. We're going to take a little break. This is Loretta Brown. We'll be right back.
3: High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Washington knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Washington needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com.
1: Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight. Stop smoking and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness Life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today.
3: Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day.
0: Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show, and I am Huck the original loretta brown that's how
3: that works
0: (laughs) my guest today is lisa campion and i want to remind you these shows are archived they can download them for free they're at the kknw 1150 archives for the original loretta brown show and of course we're on youtube twitter itunes podcast one spotify soundcloud megaphone and i probably left some out anyway um, we are talking about awakening your psychic ability with Lisa Campion. We're taking callers 1 298 5569 or 425 373 5527. Call in and get a question answered by the amazing Lisa. And Benny, we do. Shall we take a
2: caller?
1: Sure. We'll take uh, Renee, okay. who's calling in from Seattle. Sure.
2: Hi, Renee. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Hi Renee. Hi. Um, my question is about some nerve pain I've had
0: for many years. It's on my right side, and it it's it's a specific disc that's pressing on a nerve, and it goes down mm-hmm. the outside of my leg to my knee. Am I going to find somebody that can help me with that? <laughs>
2: um, I think you can, Renee, and I feel like you need to look outside the box a little bit. Um, I'm I'm sure you tried kind of all the conventional things, and I'm feeling like you might wanna try some Chinese medicine, some dry needling, some acupuncture, or maybe this Chinese massage. Um that's it, it's quite painful actually, but they really get into the fascial tissue. So I feel like there's some fascial tissue involvement there. Um and that that you probably the fascia the is really knotted up um and is continuing to pull things out of alignment. Like if you go to the chiropractor or you, you get it back for a minute, it's gonna pull out again. So something like myofascial release might really help you or um rolfing might help to release the fascia and then things can stay calm that's what i think and there and also look and see if there's some emotional stuff some anger that you're holding on to that can also be released okay i i will look into that i, I had a chiropractor and she retired she was pretty good but i yeah. will try that thank you thank you uh-huh, bye
0: um you know i i i feel like that's more in her muscles or something Mm
2: -hmm. when you're
0: doing when you're doing a reading for someone like that what are you experiencing
2: sometimes i feel it in my body i feel i feel it i just know it like i see it i can see into the body um i've done a lot of medical intuitive work you know in my time so i just kind of am getting it on on all on all the channels yeah and i felt like it her muscle the fascia is holding things it locked and so we have to work through the muscle and the fascial tissue so yeah. and some relief.
0: yeah i yeah. really appreciate you doing that because like i said i think that that um of course like you know like i said i've i've done reiki um since 1996 actually it's 1995 wow <laughs> oh wow that's a long time ago after i came <laughs> home from saudi arabia but um this I don't know how you do these things without your intuitive abilities online, right? Because to me, it's just a natural part of what happens when you get inside someone's energy field. So yeah. I appreciate that so much. Um I, I sound like I'm I'm haranguing, but I am going to give the phone number out one more time. If you have a question for Lisa, please call in 888 298 5569 or 425 373 5527 and while we're um, uh, sitting here, I would like to ask you a little bit about spirit guides.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, spirit guides is such yeah. an interesting thing. And, uh, you know, really, first of all, it's nothing to freak out about. We all have spirit guides. I've done, you know, thousands of readings and I, I, I've never seen a person that didn't have like a team around us, a committee. I sometimes think about it as a, a committee. And they can be the spirits of people that you know that have crossed over, family members, ancestors. They can be angels, masters, prophets, saints, power animals, beings of pure consciousness. Really, there's sort of an infinite amount of them. And their job is to guide us, to coach us, to help us, to um, show us the way. We we can't um, expect them to, to interfere with our free will. So there's kind of rules, you know. They yes. won't save you from your own, your own self, you know, uh, they'll be like, are you sure you really want to do that? And maybe here's another way. But ultimately (laughs) they, um, you know, they have to respect our free will and um, you know, they're, they're there to help us live a more coherent life, a more joyful life, a more soulful life and, and help us find our way But they can't do it for you.
0: I appreciate what you said about that. There's so much misunderstanding. Um, regarding spirit guides and you know i do readings and quite often i spend a lot of time explaining to people that they're your team of advisors and they love you very much and they're with you and they're gonna try to go hey hey (laughs) what do you think you're doing (laughs) right but but this is your life you are the you are the the commander of your own ship, so to speak right so that to me could be an entire show talking about Spirit Guides and their role in our lives and how we interact with them. So yeah, yeah that would be a
2: great topic.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. We, maybe we should do it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's take another caller. We do have the lines open this morning.
1: Yep, we'll yep. take now. Deborah, who's calling from Lake Goodwin, Everett, Everett area.
0: Hi, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Hello. What? What can we do for you, Deborah? Okay. Well. Um... I would like to know if it's in my highest good. I'm living in the woods right now and I love it, but I'm getting older, and my daughter wants me to move down to Seattle. So I just want to know what's in my highest good there.
2: Um, I I feel like maybe there's kind of a compromise. Mm-hmm. So I'm like looking at you know door number C. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> maybe not staying where you are, maybe not moving with your daughter. Is there some place you could move a little closer? I, I felt like a lot of sadness in your, I heard a lot of sadness in your voice when you said, talked about leaving um, and that your heart is really happy in the woods and you have some practical um, practical things that you really actually need to deal with. So I feel like there's some other option you haven't thought of yet that'll give you that same connection to your, the nature that you need, but also maybe offer more resources and community for you. So there's some other solution you haven't discovered yet. That's what I think. Okay. Can, can I add i'm sorry go ahead go ahead oh i just said great oh can Um, i I add something
0: there lisa do you mind sure of course okay um i'm also getting this very strong um information from the fairies the elementals of your land and uh, apparently you guys all love each other but you know sometimes when it's time for us to make a change it's good to go and just have a little chat with the land or with the fairies and Mm -hmm and And gratitude and love and 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 like that, and I'm sorry, I talked over the top of you, uh, uh, Deborah, what were you going to say?
2: Oh, I was just gonna say I'm gonna get an apartment, not
3: live with my
2: daughter. That was yeah grand. yeah, good and and if you get an apartment, it there needs to it needs to be connected to nature, you know, um not too far into the city. there's you still need to have like some big nature around you. Um, and I think if you use your intuition, you'll find the right place because you've got a good intuitive sense of yourself. So you got to feel it. Visit the place and see how you feel. Um, and don't right. take the first thing that comes to you. Like, really, you yeah. know, wait until you it feels right. Such, that is
0: perfect. Yes, you're right.
2: I get into my mm-hmm.
0: mind and how it is. <laughs> this, that, mm-hmm. that. yeah, well, We all do I that. Appreciate. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in.
1: Yeah, thanks, Deborah. And also, if you're living in Washington, everything's so within relative distance. It's so close to find all the nature reserves and so forth like mm-hmm. that. So it works out for everyone, really.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and, and kind of like what I was talking about, I, I've i been talking a lot to people about moving, and, and I always am like, we do get very attached to an area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an energy to an area, and there can be elementals and fairies and spirits of the land. And... Yeah. Um, it, and and sometimes a place will call us, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a an interesting discussion too. It, it I don't know. Everything's just a vibrational frequency world, right? You know, that's the way it is. Yeah, I
2: think we have, like we vibrate at a certain way. We have places we're very in resonance with vibrationally, you know? And um, we have other places that are really discordant with our vibration. And it's hard to live in a place where you're not vibing with it.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's take another caller, Lisa, and I'm only—I'm going to give the phone number out one more time. I don't actually know how many people are in the queue, but I'm going to give it out one more time. It's your last chance to call in with a question. 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. One, one question for the amazing Lisa Campion. Yeah. And uh Let's take another caller.
1: Yeah, we'll take uh, Gretchen now calling in from Seattle. Hi, Gretchen. Welcome to the show.
0: Hi there. Um, thanks for taking my question. Um, I have a teen-, teen daughter who's about 15, and we are just butting heads, which is pretty normal, I'm assuming, but we're very, very opposites, And I'm just wondering if you have any insight for me about
2: things that would help our relationship. What's your daughter's name? Zoe. Zoe. Um, I feel like she's kind of fierce and she mm-hmm. um, doesn't like really um, if you pen her in and or tell her what to do so much. So if you give her two options, like you can do this or that. Um, mm-hmm. But if you just like, you have to do this, she's like, no, you know, but if you can do this or this and let her choose between the two things that are acceptable, um, then you're, that's going to help her feel empowered She's she's got some past life stuff. You've got some past life issues with each other. And um mm-hmm. she is sort of recovering from like, I don't know, being oppressed or enslaved actually in some of her past lives. So anything mm-hmm. that makes her feel like she doesn't have a choice or feels powerless really triggers her. Um and then she can be, you know, she can kind of go off the rails a little bit. So we you anything you can do to empower her while still giving her the boundary or the guideline like you, you can't go totally crazy but you can do this or this um and right. then let her deal with the consequences of her choices a little bit in a way that feels safe because that's how she learns and it's scary to have kids like that my kids were like that too maybe we all are um but you know <laughs> you know if she has to exactly deal she learns the best when she chooses and then has to deal with the results of that choice
0: mm-hmm well, that makes sense yes uh, also she does...
2: don't stand in front of her stand next to her stand shoulder to shoulder with her and um there's something about if you get in each other's space the things things will accelerate but if you stand next to her shoulder to shoulder you can have a calmer conversation
0: yeah because i know that we have some sort of soul contract where we
2: were either she was my mother i feel yeah <laughs> probably that happens when we're deep in our soul family we switch all around and You know, um, and there, there's just, there's a lot of opportunity for healing. Um, and I think she'll grow out of it by the time she's like 18, 19, she's going to find her way and she came here to change the world, so she's going to do something pretty intense. Um, and she has a passion for it. Things will be better between the two of you then. And there's a great opportunity for healing. If you can even get to the point where you could do some past life healing, work with a shaman, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or work with somebody who can help you uncover some of the past lives you have with each other. That would be great. I would love that. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. That makes a lot of sense. You know, maybe Loretta does that. Loretta, do you do that kind of work? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you should work with Loretta. You should, you should get a session with her and, and have that, have her work it for you.
0: Oh, cool. So that's a great idea. I would love that. I always listen to the show. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Plug like for you. Yeah, right? Totally. Plug like for me. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Send a little business my
3: way. You know? That's way yeah. it goes.
0: You know, it's what happens. We <laughs> got the girls on and we're going to do whatever we do. Um, so we have uh, another caller, Benny. Let's yes, we do. Make sure
1: we get him in. Yeah. Okay. Let's take Pauline, who's calling from the Portland area. Hi, Pauline. Welcome to the
0: show. Hello. Hi, Pauline. Hello. Um, uh, so my question is, is how do you uh, turn off the mind chatter? Or how do I turn off the mind chatter in order to
2: meditate? I, it's, it's just very hard. It's so hard. And that's such a good question. That's a it's hard great for, question. And it's hard for everybody. It's hard for everybody. So there's a couple of things that work for me. And I'm, I'm sure Loretta has for things too, is you can try a body centered meditation practice like yoga you know where you're you're doing something that kind of lets the mind relax you could try a mantra based meditation practice like transcendental meditation i learned it when i was 10 because my parents were hippies and took me to transcendental (laughs) meditation that's what you did when you were a hippie in 1974 so um like chanting a mantra or saying a mantra can quiet the mind you can do a breathing practice you can try something like walking meditation or guided meditations and if you really want to learn um, like a, an intense meditation practice, you need a teacher, you need a teacher, you need a process and a method. So study somewhere um, where they teach you, you know, if you just try to sit on a, on a cushion by yourself and be like, now nah, what, you're just going <laughs> to, it's going to be like torture. So let's not do it that way. Um, but those other things can, can really help. And I've studied many meditation practices and I, you know, you need, you need to, a method in a teacher and sometimes a group to help you get over that, that hump. Um, Too, where would I look for uh, that type of teacher? You can find them online. You can find them. I'm sure I'm from New England, so I don't know what's over there on, on the West coast, but there, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, meditation practices and styles. I'm sure they have them all over. Maybe Loretta knows what's local for you. Yeah, I was, I was going to
0: say, you can actually Google it. Seattle and the and greater Seattle area has all kinds of places you can go. There's lots of transcendental meditation, TM centers here. And then there's all kinds of other types mm-hmm. of meditation. But um, I'm just going to give Lisa such a huge thumbs up gold star. Like she's spot on with everything. You're just amazing, Lisa. And um, I agree with you. When we have trouble quieting the mind, like even quieting the mind, you sit down and you go be quiet. And then it's like, no. <laughs> right. Got about or oh oh, i've got to get another cup of coffee or, that, or that's yeah. what happens yeah, in my or mind i'm not i'm not doing this correctly because i'm thinking and i'm yes, thinking they, about thinking
2: yeah. right you know mm-hmm. so right. it, it's, it's, it's very a, hard it's to to a it's a process
0: it it's a process yeah, yeah. but yeah and just even
2: they, they have apps yeah. on your phone now they have yeah. really some really good apps on your phone that you can get and um and like for i use a mantra ba- based practice and a breathing technique and not my mind floats away and sometimes i sit with a i sit with my a pad of paper because i'm like i can't i have to write down my to do list or i you know we have to kind of and then i go back to it and it just takes like real gentleness real persistence um don't give up keep trying and be really soft with yourself you know and whatever emerges is coming up for a reason but for me the best thing has been to have a teacher and a, and a process yeah. for
0: it yeah i think that that breathing is part of it and then also uh sometimes you know like i feel like you need to train your mind and mm-hmm. you can do hemi think or the binaural beat you know which, yeah. which which is where you're wearing headphones and you're hearing one sound here and one sound there and it'll it'll make your brain come into center uh yeah. because meditation is an altered uh state of brainwave activity right so mm-hmm. as you as you as you practice that, um, I don't know, I call it memorizing the location. So the quickest way to relaxation is to memorize that and and have that in every part of you kind of in a muscle memory sort of a way. So that's probably too much information but there's so much (laughs) help out there for you and so many people have that same problem. So um, yeah, reach out for all the things that you can find to help you quiet that mind down. Such a
2: good question. Yes, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate
0: all Excellent your information. Question. And I've written it all down as much as I could and what I'll have to rewatch <laughs> it here. So thank <laughs> you guys so much. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Blessings to you. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. You know, um, those were such great questions. Uh, everybody asked really great stuff, you know. Yeah, I, think, so it, I good. think it helps all of us. This idea that you know, before we start our our psychic communication, right? Because we're we're talking about awakening our psychic abilities and and being able to utilize it in a what I call a daily fashion, not just a three ring circus thing, but it's like it, it, at the drop of a hat I can access this information. But she brings in something, and it has to do with preparation for receiving that information. Can you talk a little bit about managing your own energy, your own energy field, and also psychic attacks.
2: Mm. Yeah, so energy management is one of the most fundamental things I think we all need to learn, especially the more sensitive and empathic you are. I mean, it seems sort of horrible to open your psychic ability without also learning some energy management and some um, psychic self-defense. You know, the more sensitive we become, the more we need that. So I feel like we all need a daily practice or multiple times a day practice of grounding ourselves, clearing the energy we absorb from other people and protecting ourselves. And I use a breathing visualization technique that, um, that's super simple and absolutely life-changing, especially for people that, um, know they're an empath, this is going to change your life. And I do it. In the parking lot before I go into Costco, and I do it halfway through Costco, and I do it when I come out of out of Costco. If I, you know, or, or I blow my circuit <laughs> in places like that, you know, I'm like in the back of Costco, like sucking my thumb and like, what's my name and where did I park my car? <laughs> you know, so we have to we have to just um, constantly the more sensitive we get, the more we have to do that. So daily, as needed, um, brown clear protect. Um, and that that's the first thing to do, and if we don't do that, we can be quite vulnerable to psychic attack and I think that it's mostly it's most of the time it's just sort of the intrusive energy of other people. They may not be trying to attack you psychically they're just i don't know they're just kind of their energies all over the place, and sometimes it's the places we occupy we've all had that experience where we've been someplace that felt creepy. Murphy's mm-hmm. Law, they they put me in the haunted hotel room. There could be eight hundred rooms in that hotel. They're gonna give me the one that <laughs> the one that has you know. Um the triple murder hero, really? Like I you know. Um I had a friend
0: to... asked not too long ago if I wanted to go on the haunted tour in Seattle. I go, No, I
2: don't <laughs> no, want
0: I want to do that. It's no too busy. I <laughs>
2: <It's> too busy. <laughs> and then you have a whole bunch of new friends that follow you home too. You yeah, know? exactly. And, um, so we need to learn how to protect ourselves from the places that we occupy. And also sometimes from spirits, you know, there are spirits out there that don't have our best interests at heart, entities and things, and we need to know how to recognize them and what to do. And I, it's just like being street smart, honestly. Like if you know what you're doing, you have your wits about you and you have, you know, some sense of common sense here, you're going to be fine. There's nothing to worry about, but if you go looking for trouble, you can find it yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah i think that's such a good point you know i always tell people um you know because people are what i call curiosity seekers or they're fascinated by all mm-hmm. of this hollywood woo woo voodoo you know and and it they're, the movies are always about something dark and it's attacking you yeah. and there's something terrible going on or the psychic is you know burned to a the poor state. tortured psychic who's like <laughs> tormented
2: by demons or whatever you know yeah and yeah. and the paranormal worlds are like that and a lot of us are really intrigued i love paranormal shows and ghost hunting stuff but don't yeah. do don't see do what they're doing because it's not it's not a good idea it's not really safe and you know i think people are drawn to that because they want proof that it's real but we want to do it in a safe way where we have a good experience yeah. and i i say it's a bit like chumming the water and then jumping in just to see if sharks are actually real yeah
1: yeah that's a
2: great analogy
0: right yeah don't do this don't Don't do do that yeah don't 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 do do this yeah it gets you into trouble um yeah yeah, so avoid ouija boards and all that kind of stuff you guys please yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 yeah let the people that know what they're doing do it. so you talked a little bit about past lives in here right Mm -hmm and the effect they have upon us currently right and when we're in the development of our psychic gifts can any of that get
2: in the way of us opening up i think it can but it can also be beneficial because we have like you know karmic brownie points if you master something in a past life if you you know wherever you kind of left off in your spiritual development and so oftentimes we have aptitudes that come through our past lives or we're just good at something um, that, you know, we don't know why we're good at that. We just are. And maybe psychic ability is one of them. I think that's true for me. Like, I just think, you know, as part of my life purpose, it was part of what I came here to do, but also like felt like I was remembering it all. And when I was learning Reiki and energy stuff, it felt like I was remembering it, not, not learning it new, you know? And I think a lot of us old soul types, we have a lot of these, karmic brownie points we can cash in on. But I also don't think we get off the planet until we clear our karmic debts, you know? Yeah. So many times we have relationships in our lives or traumas that, um, that we're working through that have really deep past life origins and working through, you know, complex relationships like a mother, a, a complex mother-daughter relationship or if you have phobias or fears or illnesses, you can't figure out why you've got it, um, then Sometimes diving into the past life, I don't feel like it's It's not like a party trick that, you know, we should be doing, like, you know, just out of curiosity, even though it's super interesting. It's, I think, more powerful when it's really relevant and there's something actually that we need to work through. And sometimes that's the answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So we're down to like the last minute. Um, My guest today, Lisa Campion, her book, Awakening Your Psychic Ability, a practical guide. And it is to develop your intuition, demystify the spiritual world and open your psychic senses. Where can they find you, Lisa? What do you have coming up? What do you want to say?
2: (laughs) Um, You can find me on my website, lisacampion.com. I have a lot of resources and free stuff. I have a great YouTube channel that has a lot of resources for you if you feel like this is something you need. So come by my website and and leave me a message say hi and any anywhere you get books you can find it please check your local bookstore we want to support the local booksellers too thank you
0: so much lisa if you need anything let me know oh i can't thank wait you, to too. see what happens with your Taurus oh. volcano oh. World <laughs> on fire yeah <laughs> anyway everybody out there be careful this weekend stay in the love Uh, The new moon is new beginnings and set your intention for the next 18 months. It could be something fantastic. So much love, Lisa. Thank Thank you, you, Benny. Thank you, Loretta. Thank you, all callers and listeners. Thank you so much.